0: I suppose we should get going all right everybody stay right where you are get the hell out of here no you stay here you gotta get going so go i'm sorry you came time now for stay nobody got a gun your hands. or go i'll be back
1: i want you to stay so i guess the first one is obvious a b marn or
0: oh yes Oh, yes, beautiful, beautiful goal by Mitch Marner. Just like, a, again, an instinctual, smart play, realized, hey, I got a lane here, I'm going to take it, and and ends up winning the game in overtime. Uh, why don't we hear from the man himself? Uh, this was Mitch Marner last night after the OT winner. Yeah, um, great draw there by uh, David. Um, Timmy kind of took it up the ice, drew people towards him, dropped it back to me. I saw a lot of time and space, and, Try to come over the blue line. Um, decided, you know, what I was going to do. Tried to slow the play down, see if anything was going to open up, and so I had my own little lane and tried to take it. Just a beautiful nice. play. It was gorgeous. Beautiful. Oh, and did you see the the photo of the goal too? That's kind of oh, making its way around. So good. Oh, honestly, put it in the Louvre. Like, I want to get that picture. I might, I might blow that picture up and toss it on a wall somewhere in the house. It was honestly. An outstanding photograph. I, I'm gonna find out actually who took that picture because they deserve some credit. Because yeah. that's being floated around, but I don't know if there's any picture creds being associated with was it. Was
1: it was it from the Leafs account?
0: I think the Leafs. Yeah, I think it was one of the Leafs fo- yeah. uh, photographers who that's got. That's the to, tragedy to of pick. being a
1: team photographer or like a network photographer that you very rarely get credit for the like the photos that you take or the content yeah. that you produce because it just goes out under the brand name. Uh, but that is an incredible photo. Like each, you could write up write up on each individual fan's face in that picture, and the way that they reacted was, to that goal.
0: There was the one late. I sent it to you guys yesterday. Yes. Uh, there was the one girl, and she, her her jaw was on the ground. Yeah. And like her heads were, her hands were on her head. She was wearing a toque and a a, a Leafs jersey. I thought it was hilarious. It's like right above the left post. It was so up, wholesome. You'll see, you'll see who I'm talking about. And and there was a lot of Leaf fans, I'm sure, who shot up from their couch doing that exact same motion and made the exact same face because it was just such a, a beautiful, beautiful goal. I mean, that's that's right up there. That's probably the the, the nicest goal that we've seen from the Leafs this year. I mean. I I know it's it's not uh it's not Friday yet but I would imagine that no one's getting like that's that's the Dean. we'll already give it away like that 100% oh, yeah. got to be the Sundean for the most dynamic best play of the, of the week that that might be the the yearly Sun Dean. that's going to be tough to beat
1: yeah it, it, especially the fact that it was an OT it was gorgeous it was beautiful and gorgeous and and every and on this and of, on one world. of the best goal in the world yeah
0: <laughs> unbelievable Another stay for me, though, was was Timothy Lilligren and just like him continuing to impress and evolve as a hockey player. Um, you know, I I think that he's come up this season and really, I guess it kind of started last year, like like just learning off of Mark Giordano gaining some confidence and it's rolled into this year. You know, he was put in a in a in a difficult decision. well, not difficult for him I guess, but he's put in a in a, a spot that he was unused to when the injury started to, to creep up and he had to move up in the lineup. And he yeah. took that opportunity, and he's really run with it. And now he's being given more opportunities. He was up on the top pair with Morgan Riley for a little bit. Now, you know, chilling on a second pair with Mark Giordano and, and still getting some quality minutes, 21 minutes, 55 seconds he played last night. And just you look at the game and goal from that game, it's just a great vision for, for Timothy Lilligren to realize, hey, I can – get down here hope for a rebound and try and deposit it there's some traffic in front maybe the goalie won't see what's going on and it'll work out in, in his favor and and it did um led all Leafs last night and expected goals for at five on five when on the ice uh, had a team high 10 high danger chances when he was out there on the ice so I, I thought Timothy a and then also assisted on the Marner play and Marner gave yeah. it some love you know dragged a couple of guys to him as he had the puck and then gave it to to Mitch who was able to make that play You know, he made some good defensive plays as well. Uh, I I think that his all-around game is really starting to to shape it up here, and he's turning into a quality top-four defenseman for this team.
1: Yeah, totally agree. I thought Hayes had a good point last night. There was so much... Because Timothy Lilligren has had kind of an interesting trajectory in the whole, like, mono thing in his draft year, and nobody really knew what to expect, and then yeah. there was an overwhelming sense that he was such a steal because he was sick in his draft year, and, and was... What? It, 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 he was in, just felt like he was in the minors forever, and I thought Hayes made a great point in saying, like, you can't overbake a player in the minors, especially, I think, a defenseman.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I to, to take a term that I'm sure that you heard a lot yesterday doing the CHL panel uh, for the the top prospects games, which we're going to have Craig on in a little bit, and and we can get into the fun that you guys had last night. Uh, Central scouting, right, European skaters, he was one of the top at the start of the season. So he was supposed to be a top five prospect at the draft. So when he fell after being sick that year, slipped all the way down to at least at 17, and and it was like, okay, what do we have here? We didn't get to see a whole lot of them. But there was promise last season where he was – highly regarded prospect and it just took him a little bit to get there then he had to adjust to the north american ice and now we're seeing like okay this is why he was a highly regarded prospect right he's yeah. got you know he has those offensive instincts in his game he was drafted as like an offensive guy and he had to work on on his defensive game and he did that they overripened him and seasoned him a lot in the american league and now you're seeing those start to kind of come through and he's becoming a well-balanced good 200 foot player
1: a delicious ripened fruit if you will
0: yeah, I think Sheldon Keith actually. Had, <laughs> <You> uh, <did. sighs>
1: Do I want to go there? You didn't even acknowledge it.
0: I okay. So we're gonna go completely off uh, off base here going? for a second. I have to acknowledge something. I made a tweet the other day about Asian pears. I don't know if you saw this. Oh I yeah. Them one of the most underrated fruit. I hadn't had one in a while, but I remember. Well, I, I, I gotta Google here. like
1: what's the discrepancy between an Asian pear and just your standard pear, buddy? It kind of looks oh, like an the... apple. Yeah, more circular, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's it's delicious. It's super juicy wow. and sweet, and they're fantastic. I, I might be allergic. Why? I might be allergic. So I didn't realize this, but when I tweeted that out yesterday, again, it was the first time i had had one in a long time. But I remembered when I had it, all oh, so juicy. I was like, this is amazing. And then I, I had like a, uh, I don't know, like a throat issue afterward. I thought it was something else that I had ate. And I was like, I don't know what's going oh on here. Oh, my gosh. So then I didn't really think anything of it. And then yesterday I had another one. And my throat started to like close up on me again. Like So, so I think it's the Asian pear.
1: Yeah. G- I don't know what's going on here. i not under control. Yeah,
0: I might have to do a little bit of an allergy test. But, yeah, you're bringing up fruits and you know, fruits might be might 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 be no good for, for Al's brother. I don't know. I'm gonna okay. have to check that out. But stick uh, to
1: the wings and the charcuterie boards, buddy. No more that's fruit. It. It's that's dangerous. Right. That's right. Um, fruit
0: is dangerous. You gotta stick to the high cholesterol uh, <laughs> cured meats. That's right. That's what gets 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 me going.
1: <laughs> okay. We were talking about Lilligrid, and I'm gonna trans I'm gonna do a quick transition from stays to goes for a moment because I think I I am over the current format of the power play. It's in 10th place in the league right now. Yeah. It it should be it like the Leafs should always have one of the best power plays in the league just based upon the way the team is built. If you're going to be so top heavy and that was their bread and butter for a long time. Like remember the whole toughness <laughs> our toughness is our power play type of thing. <laughs> that was a, a thing <laughs> at one point. You remember that?
0: I remember that comment. I do remember yeah. a comment like that. Yeah.
1: I forget who even made it. But anyways, the I, God bless Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley's been running that power play for a long time. But is it time to hand over the keys, maybe for a little bit to Timothy Lilligan or AB? Am I off base here? And is the right play when it's January and you've got Morgan Riley, who you just signed to an eight-year ticket? Like, is is what you want to do? Have him figure it out in, in at this point in the season?
0: Well, I I'm can not, take I, I that. Don't know. I can take that in a few different avenues. And maybe this is something that we could chat about with Jonas Siegel. He's going to yeah, join us definitely. in about ten minutes too. Um, I could take in a few different avenues. Do we want to see Morgan Riley work out the kinks? And to your point, yeah, he's making a lot of money. Yeah, it was Babcock who who said that back in the Babcock days. Uh, producer. Oh just, right, just noted that. Um, you know, Morgan Riley's he's, he's making a lot of money, like as you noted. And if he's not picking up points on the power play, you know, he's not going to be making. He's not that value's not going to be there cuz he's only going to be yeah. chilling in like the 30 to 40 point range. And for a guy who's making 8 million bucks who doesn't really play particularly well in his own zone some of the time uh and isn't also <laughs> contributing on the power play, I mean that's that's not going to look good. That it's just flat out not going to look good. So I think they in a way have to work it out. But my qu- question is like why isn't it working? Cuz he was I don't the know. Man, he was the number 1 like this was the top power play unit a year ago with Morgan Riley. Like, what's yeah. different? What's changed? Why isn't it working? I-, I think they have to figure that out. I, I don't know. If, like, they tried going with the five 4 unit a little bit, and there was some some success. You know, sometimes there wasn't. You know, as much, and they've decided to go back to it with Morgan Riley now that he's healthy again. But are you suggesting, like, potentially get Timmy Lilligren a, a little sniff some, at, the peep, at the power play?
1: I, I just think that this is probably the time to do it, right? In in the season, when you're trying things out, when you know you've already got Tampa in the postseason, like, why not try that and get a look at it? You don't know what happens in the postseason. You don't know who gets injured. Morgan Riley's missed quite a bit of time this year. Like, you just don't know. So I think it, it might be a good idea to try... Just something a different look there, because they've got to start producing more on that power play. There has yeah. to be more chaos in front. I, I don't know. Somebody just texted us and I don't, think that, it.
0: I don't hate it. I don't hate it. No, say, I don't hate that. it at
1: all either. You know what I do hate? I hate no, that I mean, me and Morgan Riley have the same amount of goals right now. I don't. I dislike <laughs> that. That's not fun. Yeah,
0: that's that's fair. I, I meant I don't that's hate tough. your. your su- I meant the your suggestion about Lilligren. I, okay. I don't hate. it. I
1: really. Wait, don't. let's I, go through a couple texts for a moment. Uh, Someone texted us and said that they don't think that Riley's the power play issue. It's the lack of movement by the five-man unit. Like, they need a new style, more of a coaching issue, this this person points to. And you know what? That's true. Like, I can't think of the last time that Austin Matthews has been in that spot, and and we know the spot that I'm talking about, and and taking a rip from there.
0: Yeah, so... But it does run through the point. But you know what, though? That was one of the things that I found. They had why their five-man unit, when they went to the five-forward unit, where they found some success, was because they were constantly moving, and they were stretching out the PK and and stretching out the defensemen and the forwards and opening up some seam passes for a lot of stuff, and there was more trigger men. They're very fluid, whereas things are a little bit more stagnant, I guess, when when Riley's out there because guys have their more set spots as to where they're supposed to be. So in a way, does that mean that this power play is a little more predictable? Perhaps, and that could be why they're not having as much success. So. You know, if you change it up a little bit, like I don't know though with Lilligren, I guess he'll be stuck in that same spot. But Lilligren presents maybe a little bit more of a shot threat. Like we've seen yes, him, he can unleash true. a bomb. So maybe there is a case to be made for giving him an opportunity uh, up on up on the top power play unit. Maybe you go back to the five forward unit but i think ultimately what the team would prefer is to figure it out with morgan riley because they got an 8 year commitment with this guy and if he's not quarterbacking your power play yeah. um he's not doing a whole lot for you in the defensive zone i mean for you just need a little bit more out of him to justify that type of ticket, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. So it makes sense to me that they are just kind of letting him work it out right now, but I I don't know if, yeah, I think at some point maybe Lilligren should get a sniff, but I also understand the angle of Morgan riley has got it figured out back there. A couple of other texts that we need to address. Asian pears were originally grown as pig's food. There's no nutritional value for humans. Wow, they're full of
0: water. H2O, no? Yeah. (laughs) And then
1: someone else said, no oriental cruises for Al's brother. Only Caribbean cruises for Only you, Only Caribbean?
0: Maybe. Oh, I might be going on a European one this summer. We'll see. What? We'll see. But
1: Your third cruise of the year, that'll be? I guess uh, it'll be second no, of the calendar be year, be s- I suppose.
0: Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah, but of the hockey season. My it'll... calendar's working hockey seasons. <laughs> well,
0: it'll be after hockey season. It'll be after the season's over, after free agency yeah, and all yeah. that stuff, you know? Oh, my gosh, she's so uh, funny. But anyways, I- I'll be really upset because I-, I-, I truly enjoyed that Asian pair the other day and if i'm allergic to them maybe it was just the pesticides maybe what's the worst i feel like your
1: mom has the worst allergy your mom is allergic to garlic right like that's a tough one
0: yeah she's got a garlic intolerance so like i grew up and as an italian probably tough to do but i grew up like not really eating garlic at home so when i broke off to university (laughs) I realized how good garlic was.
1: Like, game changer! And I, eh? I, it's
0: a game changer. I started using it. I, I like went out and I bought like my own garlic mincer, and I would <laughs> put it in my sauces and you know and I would make my pastas and and oh yeah, garlic is uh, it's a it's a delicious thing. That's for sure. Yeah. Garlic can stay in my life. Yeah, a stay for me. Garlic's a stay for me. You got the Go other with my allergies. Mom. Honestly, uh, I, I no, I I did not know about the again, th- I have That's zero so allergies. My whole life I haven't. And then in the last week this Asian pear has given me an issue twice. Like closed up my throat. It was really bizarre. I oh couldn't my gosh. swallow. Yeah, like you know like you try and take a swig of water like I it was it was really yeah, bizarre. I, I thought that I was going to drop dead. Yeah, it was, no, don't it was do strange. that on
1: Sav. We need your tremendous information no. and your entertainment yeah, I, on a day to day.
0: I had to tell my boy Mario, my roommate, I'm like, hey, if you ever come in and you see me drop dead chilling on the floor, no, it was probably an Asian pair that killed me. It was probably or the pesticides that's on it. I don't know, but uh, I had to figure that one out. That is um,
1: funny. Anything else from last night's game sticking out in yeah, your mind?
0: Yeah, like let's 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 hit 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 up the goes because you know I I didn't like their second period at all. You know, yeah, and, and I, I really thought that they played extremely sloppy in that second period. I thought Samsonov was a little unfocused. Like for the most part, he had a pretty solid game, but you know, we we talked about the faceoff goal. It just seemed like he wasn't ready. His stick wasn't on the ground. He didn't seem like he was set properly, ready to for that opportunity. So I, I, I didn't like it so much. There's also a couple other things that I noted from Samsonov. Both power plays that the Maple Leafs had in the second period, Samsonov didn't. Whack the stick. He didn't alert them that the power play was coming to an end, and and to watch for the guy coming out of the box. And it actually caught them the one time. Um, I think it was Heedle when Hedeau came out of the box. Ended up with a breakaway chance, and luckily yeah. it didn't turn out to be a goal. But you know that's just you know something where it's like you know, he seemed a little unfocused after he allowed that first goal, and then the second goal came in. Um, They were caught with with the the too-many-men-on-the-ice penalty. The power play was sloppy, you know, turnovers. They lost nearly every single puck battle, just the physicality in that game. There was a lack of engagement in the second period in particular. Um, So that second, I thought, was was not great. And, you know, luckily for Toronto, they were only down 2-1 heading into the third, so they only needed one goal to claw back into it, which eventually they got from Timmy Lills. And then, uh, obviously, Marner wins the game in overtime. But I just, you know, the the it's it was very reminiscent of the game in Montreal where it's like they just for yeah. a whole for one whole period just a lack of engagement. I just don't understand why the Leafs can't put together a solid fifty to sixty minute game here. There seems to be one period in every game where they're just a little bit lackadaisical, and it, it you know sometimes they can uh, withstand it like last night, but sometimes they can't like you saw happen in Montreal.
1: Yeah, to me it does lend a little bit to what I said off the top. Like it feels like it's been a thing as of the last week or two. It hasn't been a yeah. consistent well, thing. Just a- like and
0: for- the 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 funny thing is to to kind of further your point. We talked about this yesterday a lot. How Keith changing up the lines and changing up you know bringing guys in and out. Does that give them something to play for? You know their spots in the lineup. I thought Joey Anderson was probably the the most notable player in the second period. Oh,
1: I meant to shout out the fourth line in general. Like, I I liked what they had going on last night. For all the chat that we had about the fourth line yesterday and what they looked like in the postseason and going up against Pat Maroon and and Corey Berry, like, I liked what the Leafs' fourth line was bringing bringing last night. You could tell that they wanted another game in in the lineup.
0: Yeah, I think Joey Anderson, you know, you want to go back to a stay. He deserves to stay in the lineup. I think he earned himself another game here against Ottawa tomorrow night. You know, drew a couple of penalties. Uh, you know, made a nice play to get the puck to Holmberg on the opening goal there. And like I said, he was maybe one of the only guys who was engaged in puck battles in that second period. So uh, I, I think Joey Anderson probably deserves to to stick in the lineup and get another game here. You know, that's unfortunate for a guy like Zach Aston Reese. But hey, when you find yourself out of the lineup um, because of your play, because of your inconsistent play, that's kind of the point why they take you out. It's like, well, this is what happens if you don't want to come out of the lineup. Then you got to make sure you stay in the lineup by playing well. I mean, I I remember I was told, you know, at a young age in 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 football, like that you never want to come out. Like my high school coach always told me, you never ever want to lose your spot because it's a lot easier uh, to hold it when you're there than it is to get it from somebody else.
1: Such a good point. Yeah. So
0: when you give it up to Joey Anderson, he goes out and he performs the way he did. Well, there's nothing you could do to say, hey, I, I need that spot back. You know, Joey's got to lose it, but if he's got the motivation to stay in the lineup based on the way he played last night, I mean, Zach Aston Reese might might take a seat tomorrow night as well.